and welcome to Starting Right. I am Danny Mack, and I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back and relax for the next five minutes as I help you start your day by starting right. I'm sure that almost all of you have seen the picture of what is commonly known as Napalm Girl. It was a photograph taken of a young nine-year-old covered with burns running naked from a napalm attack during the Vietnam War. Her real name is Kim Phuc Van Thai. The picture itself was recently voted the most iconic photo of all time. In an interview last year with Jessica Lester, Kim shared her story of tremendous pain and suffering, but she also says that it is a story of forgiveness and transformation by the grace of God. Kim tells the story of playing outside of her school when they heard the aircraft approaching. As her and the other children were running away, she actually saw the bombs drop from the aircraft and heard the explosions. She recalls just trying to run away until she finally collapsed from the pain. After 14 months of treatment in hospital, she was finally allowed to go home. When asked about the kind of scars she had, both the physical and emotional, she said, over 30% of my body is covered with those deep and ugly scars. And I always asked, why me? I hated it. I thought I'd never have a boyfriend or get married. I was really sad inside. I remember my first day home in the village after returning from hospital and seeing my friend. I waved and wanted to play with her, but when she saw my scars and saw I was different, she wouldn't come near me. I felt unfit to be loved. I had a lot of nightmares from being so scared and traumatized. People still ask me, how can you deal with it? But for me now, the answer is, by the grace of God. Kim has stated on numerous occasions that the bombs actually led her to a relationship with Jesus Christ. When asked how did that happen, she responded this way. I was raised in the traditional Kaodai religion, but because of the bombs, I had difficulties in my spiritual journey. The questions always were on my mind. Why did I have to suffer this much? Or why didn't I die so that I don't have to suffer? The adults told me that the life I had lived before my own must have been bad, that I was a bad person. That is why I had to suffer. Nobody knew how much I was hurting inside. The lowest point in my life came in 1982, when I just wanted to die. I thought that after I was dead, I wouldn't have to suffer anymore, but I really just wanted to find the truth, the answer, and my purpose. I realize now that I was seeking God. I remember sitting outside on the bench, looking up the sky and yelling out, God, are you real? Do you exist? Please help me. If you are real, I need you. I need a friend I can talk to and share my burden with. One day in the library in Saigon, where I'd spent my days studying, I came across a New Testament. I remember reading John 14, 6, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I couldn't figure it out. I had so many questions. My brother-in-law had a Christian cousin who came to visit. I asked him so many questions that he tried to explain to me that God is love, but I didn't agree because of all my suffering. Eventually, he invited me to church, and I was so glad to accept the invitation to go. I went back again and again and again. At Christmas time in 1982, the pastor of the church explained why we celebrate Christmas. He spoke about Jesus dying on the cross for our sin, and that if we accept Jesus as our personal Savior, he will come into our hearts and bring peace. In that moment, I knew I needed that peace. I went to the altar, and I opened my heart, and I accepted Jesus. 
I stopped worshiping all the gods that I'd prayed to before, and I knew that he had set me free. I continued to pray, and the more I prayed, the more I had peace. I prayed for joy, for wisdom, more than anything for forgiveness. I had so much anger in my heart, and while sometimes I failed, I prayed that God would help me. I realized that as a child I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, but I remember thinking, now I'm in the right place at the right time. Now I understand that I have the power to help people because I understand other victims of tragedy. My entire family became Christians. They saw how I changed. They saw God working in my life, and they knew that God was real. She said, today, every time I touch a scar, I'm so thankful. My scar reminds me that God is with me. It is the mark that God stamped on my body to remind me that he is there. I touch my scar, and I love it. It humbles me. It makes me love people who do the work I am doing now. It takes me back to being that little girl. But now I have no upset or anger about it. I just go to the Lord and pray. And the more I pray, the more peace I have over my suffering. My scars make me have more intimacy in my relationship with God. It's the strength inside of me. My scars are a miracle. Kim's life is a miracle. And her story tells us that no matter how bad our situation has been, no matter what we have been through, no matter how dire it looks, we have a God who still loves us and wants to help us. That's the love of Jesus Christ for you and for me. And we have the opportunity to embrace all that Christ gives us every day. I encourage you to reach out to him for the help that you need with your life. Be blessed, my friends. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.